And I can see the ground now, way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends. Welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me, dude. What a time to be alive. Feel the hype, spread the hype, etc. Okay? Etc. But man, what a time it is. My throat is a little croaky this week. Uh, Miley Cyrus released a cover of the song Zombies, and unfortunately, it fucking ripped. So, there's been a few car rides where there was a bit of a mix-up in the front seat. For a second there, I thought I was Miley. I thought I was Disney Channel star Hannah Montana turned into artist we all know and love, Miley Cyrus. Okay, so I was belting this thing out all, all weekend, and I've paid the price. Um, also, there was, a, there was an Irish bloke who was a fair pelican on Saturday, and uh, I might have blown out my vocal cords giving him some choice words as well. So, a little bit raspy, but you know, some people are into the raspiness, dude. This is the, uh, uh, what's that thing where people like whisper into the mic and it's like uh, people like it, where they do the whispering and they like tap on the mic. Girls love it, whatever it is. It's called, um, ah, oh well. That's a, that's a huge loss early in the pod. First reference. Swing and a miss, Bill. I, I honestly don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean. Where they, they like do the tappy tap on the mic. And people like it. Do people? Okay. Anyway, quite a bit to get through this week. Um, I did a gig on Monday night. How's this? Um, like the bathroom leaked and like sewage leaked out into the, into like the showroom. It was like a basement gig. And so there's like sewage on the floor, like maybe like this deep. And uh, yeah, that to stop the show was wild. A few people were actually saying the stench might have been some of my newer jokes, but um, the staff reassured me it was in fact the sewage that leaked out. I said, are you sure it's not my new bit on buses always being late? Because that got a really bad reception. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was sewage everywhere, dude. That to stop the show. Not before Billy D got a cheeky seven and a half minutes in. So, you know, I went home. I didn't really give a fuck after that. Um, they had to cancel the improv. So, oh, well, that happens. You know, there's sewage in the room. Make something of that. Hey, <laughs> oh, my God. Does it smell in here? Yes. And it does. It does smell in here. Um, but I will say the, the improv is at this one. There's like a variety show. This uh, one I did. And. Basically, the improv has got up. Oh, it's stand up for about five acts, and then it's improv. And the improv has got up, and they just shout on the stand ups for like the first three minutes. And I actually got to say, I did enjoy it. It was pretty funny. They were like, look at these nerds writing everything down before they come on stage. They're probably at home practicing their little jokes in the mirror. Fucking improvers, dude. Im improv a better art form. What about that? Make, make something more entertaining up. No, improv's all right. But also, it's no stand-up. I'll say that. It's no stand-up. But, um, yeah, so that was Monday night, dude. Off to a shocker. I did not have a good set. <laughs> I'd like to go on record. Did not. I, honestly, the sewage could have... If this, if whoever was freaking taking a pickaxe to the sewage pipes out of the back, if they could have hurried up a bit, they probably could have saved me a pretty significant bomb. So, that's the art form, though, brother. But anyway... Let's crack on into this uh, potteroo. Um, firstly, Saturday. Friday, I didn't do heaps. Okay? Didn't do heaps. 
Saturday, though, I did something even lamer than nothing. I went shopping. Dude, I hate shopping. I can't. It gives me social anxiety. I hate the chit-chatting with the guy with the lanyard on. Um, I just, I hate the, I hate browsing with some like 22-year-old sniffing around you for a bit of commission. I hate the whole experience. I hate the food courts. And some people will point out that, yes, I did in fact work at a Westfield for three years which may have sort of poisoned myself to the retail industry. But I actually did hate shopping before that. But but yeah, after walking around a Westfield for the last three years, the last place I want to be is fucking out one. Um, I start having PTSD to people abusing me when I'm directing traffic. Like, you're a loser. You should have gone to uni. And I'm like whispering under my breath with the, I'm like, I actually have a degree. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm like crying behind my sunglasses, but you can't see because... um. They're reflective, just like my high-vis vest. <laughs> I've got the lollipop. I'm doing the old stop, go, stop, go. And you just get abused nonstop when you're directing traffic, dude. And it's like, people are like, you should have fucking got a trade. You should have gone to uni. You know, I'm just standing there like, oh, God, I should. I'm trying to chase my dreams as a comedian. What have I done? <laughs> oh, dude, Christmas at Westfield when you're directing traffic was wild you could just see you could feel like and it's like someone's energy from 50 meters away in their rav4 just like oh here it comes you know some 53 year old mum, and she wanted to get here at 10 but the kids were too slow and now they're here at 12 and they're hitting the traffic and guess what it's billy darcy's fault isn't it and there's me with a big old sign saying stop babe stop right there you know and uh, dude some choice words would come out you know, usually if they were driving quick, you knew, you knew it was because a big old spray was coming your way. And people would give you the business. And you, you'd get a mix of people driving past going like, fuck you, you're a loser. Um, to then people, some people would stop and be like, come here, come here. Why can't I turn right? And you'd have to be like, because there's no parks that way. And then they'd be like, well, I'm going right. And you'd be like, you're not. And this was actually... When I first started, it was quite confronting. I wasn't very good with confrontation, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, but then once you get abused a bit, you sort of de- uh, develop like um, like a like a thick skin, you know, like a like a shield, if you will. And after that, dude, it was bedlam on the roundabout because the customers thought if we were rude to them, we would get fired. But all our bosses at Westfield had done the exact same job we had. They knew that most people who shop are cunts, okay? <laughs> Especially around Christmas. So people would come over and be like, yeah, come over here, why can't I turn right? And I'd just whisper horrific things to them. I'd be like, you can't turn right because your wife left you and she took the kids, you fucking loser, okay? The left turn is for single fat divorcees and that's exactly where you're going. Put that blinker on, you fat cunt, Okay? then they say, I'm going to the manager. And I'd say, here's his phone number. (laughs) His name is Blake and he's a really good guy. Okay. Dude, my first boss at Westfield, I swear to God, tried to fight a guy while directing traffic. That's the precedent set. Okay. I've not tried to assault you. Checkmate. Dude, the, ah, directing traffic in summer when it was 37 degrees and, and it was going off. And it was just like, you're just getting abused left and right. And, um, oh, it was awesome. If someone was rude, you just like stand in front of them for like 10 minutes. 
I got I got traffic halfway down the northern beaches, dude. Let's see who breaks first, hey? Let's see. I'm earning freaking $19 an hour. You need to get in there to buy some Hot Wheels for your kid for Christmas. Who's going to break first, hey? Look at me. I'm 24. I'm in $17,000 worth of debt. And I've, I've got Irish skin in the sun and I forgot to put sun cream on. Do I look like I've got something to lose? Okay? Christmas presents? I can't afford those. Okay? And that was, that was dude, it, was, it got wild at Westfield. It got proper wild. Um, so, in summation, I think I just had a bit of PTSD there. Sort of started freaking out. Um, do, 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 why did I bring that up? Because I went to a Westfield on the weekend. And I just, I hate it, dude. The first, so I, had to buy, oh, I had to buy some clothes. Dude, apart from buying party shirts at op shops, I got no interest in clothes. No interest in buying them. Um... And it just, ugh. Give me, a, give me a pair of Converse and a party shirt and a wild hat. And that'll do me, dude. Any day of the week. Um, but yeah, so I'm, i got to buy clothes. It's just shocking. The first, I got, I got a Maya. I had to get a couple of work shirts. They go two for 80, right? It says two for 80 on the shirts. I go, that's pretty good. Then they go 30% off all marked prices. I go... 30% off 80 bucks. I'm going to get like two shirts for like 60 bucks here. Maybe 55. This is an insane deal. I go, this is fantastic. Morale raises. I go to the counter. The lady says that'll be $75. I said, excuse me, ma'am. I think you're mistaken. Now she was about 67. So I was quite sort of soft handed with her because I thought, you know, the old ticket is probably not counting too well. You know, she's got that fucking that abacus upstairs and it's it's rusty so i said excuse me i, I believe it's actually 30 percent off the mark price which is two for 80 and she she laughed and she said she said no honey it's two for 80 or 30 percent off i go what is it a fucking pick your own adventure here just give me the cheapest price available and don't fuck me around with these signs okay now what i actually said was oh i'm so sorry and then I paid for it. But in my head, I'm like, dude, Maya, you sneaky son of a bitch. They're, they're advertising two sales at once and it's up to you to de decipher which one's which. Dude, I got a media degree. I honestly can't count. I've been pretty candid about my ability to count on the pod. Okay? It's not good. And then, on top of that, I got this 73-year-old, you know, Wiccan trying to pull a fast one on me. Very difficult, dude. Very difficult. I just can't handle the shopping experience. I was in general pants for two seconds. Some freaking kid with, um, he was wearing sunglasses inside with a lanyard. He, he asked me if I missed live music. And I said, dude, I gotta, I can't, I can't do this on a Saturday before midday. Do I miss live music? I don't know. Do you like the beach? Mate, fucking sort it out, hey. Just get it together. I can't, I, it's too much. It's too much, you know, like, so anyway, but, uh, do the best shopping experience I had the whole time. I went into this store to buy some shoes for work. I just want the crappiest shoes possible. Like I'm not spending money. These shoes live under my desk. No one even sees them. I'd wear thongs if I could. So I go in, I receive no assistance. 
I pull my size shoe off the rack. I try it on. It fits. I go to the counter. The bloke goes, all good. I said, yep. He said, have you shopped with us before? I said, nah. He said, it's 60 bucks. I said, yeah. He said, receipt. I said, nah. Bam. How good's that? I'm in and out. I've just bought a pair of shoes in about 37 seconds. Are they good? No. Is my mental health intact? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Just a stress-free experience. I've, I love that guy. What? That's customer service to me. Not, not, no talking. That's customer service. Unreal. But me and the lads at, um, we went to Universal. They had, they had a t-shirt deal. It's actually where I got this beautiful shirt I'm wearing now. Five for a hundred dollars. What a fucking deal. What a fucking deal. You get five different shirts for a hundred dollars. There's only about seven types. So pick your poison. One of them was um, brown. So there's really six types. Um, unfortunately, me, Maka and Adam all got the same deal. So now all three of us have the exact same five shirts. We're going to have to do up a fucking shirt roster to see who gets to wear when what. We're going to look like a bunch of Make-A-Wish uh, make kids down at the pub, all wearing the same t-shirt, holding, hold, holding on to each other's belts, walking around. Dude, it's going to be no good. Now it's first in best dress for, if we're going out and you want to wear one of these shirts, dude, I had to change twice on Saturday. Okay, that's, that's how hard it was. But, uh, yeah, we got, we got the shopping done. Yeah, I got to say, we got it done in about like 48 minutes. Just a great effort. Just a great effort. Anyway, so we head out Saturday night. Now, it's pouring with rain, but I don't let the weather tell me what to do, okay? I don't let some 43-year-old in a suit on Channel 7 tell me when it's time to start living, okay? So it's pouring with rain. We head out because it's Saturday, okay? I'll tell you the weather. It's 19. That's not the temperature at your age. How about you act it? Get outside, okay? Get the fuck outside and enjoy your youth, okay? I know 21-year-olds who are like, oh, it's cold out. It's cold out. Dude, your body's going to be cold soon when you fucking die. That's a bit morbid, but, you know, you're not going to live forever. Go enjoy yourself. Um, but, yeah, we head out Saturday night. Now, obviously, we had to sort out the T-shirt roster first. I, I lost. Um, but we head out. And Maka, we're in the beer garden. Maka goes, oh my God, I can't believe it. I go, what? And he goes, look over there. And it's just some 33-year-old bloke. I go, what's going on? And he goes, that's Trav. And I go, who the fuck's Trav? And he goes, man, that's Trav from Big Brother. I go, what? I go, is he on Big Brother this year? He goes, no, 2014. I go, oh, Trav from Big Brother. I, go, I don't know who he is, but I go, right. Maka can barely breathe. He's off his tree. It's like fucking Shane Warne's walking in or something. I'm like, mate, what's going on? He's like, mate, I can't believe it. He was my favorite. He was my favorite. I go, okay. I go, well, go, go say hi then. He goes, oh, mate, I could never say hi to Trav. Mate, you're kidding. I go, mate, I don't think he's getting recognized too much these days. Just say hi. Anyway, Maka shits himself. Big Trav, Travis from Big Brother is walking past. Can you believe it? 
And this is where, as the friend who doesn't know the, the celebrity, you've got to step in. So I go, Trav, mate, how you doing? Huge fan. And he goes, oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I go, no stress, mate. Have a great night. Nice to meet you. And he goes, and he starts lingering. And I go, yeah, this is weird. Usually the celebrity is keen to mug you off, you know, give you the old thanks for coming, get out of my face. Or you could, um, you could give what Michael Slater gave to me uh, at 2 a.m. last year, which was get the fuck out of my face before I flog you. Um, Trav didn't do any of that. Trav said, what was your name? And I said, Ugh. I go, now I'm conversing with Trav. Um, keep in mind, I don't even know who the fuck Trav is. But I go, oh, I'm Billy. How you going? He goes, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. I'm Trav. He goes, man, I've actually just moved up from Sydney. I uh, just came out by myself to watch the AFL. And I go, you're kidding, mate. I go, well, mate, fuck, pull up a stool. Now we got Trav for a big brother at the table. I don't even know who he is and I'm pumped. I'm loving it. Mac, he sits down next to Macca. Macca can barely breathe. He's like, oh, my name's Macca. Macca. Oh, thank you. Nice to meet you, Mr. Trav. Nice to meet you. Beautiful hat, Mr. Trav. Beautiful hat. And so so now now we're zigging and zagging with Trav. And, uh, man, this guy's a fucking legend, eh? He's pumping darts at a rate I've not seen before. Like, he's just like, oh, just chaining these things. Um, and, uh, mate, we're zigging and zagging. What a vessel. He's just moved to Sydney. This is the attitude, okay? This is what life's all about. He's moved to Sydney. He doesn't know anyone in town. He's a huge AFL fan. So instead of thinking, I'm going to stay at home by myself, drown half a case and watch the AFL in my apartment which a lot of people would do. And I wouldn't blame you. You don't know anyone, you know? He goes, no. He gets dressed up, buys a fresh pack of darts, and he says, I'm going to go out. And he, and he said, like, I'm keen to smash, like, 10 pints. And like, he just went out by himself. And that's what happens. You, you know, he made it happen. He made it happen. Now, now he's made five new friends. We're all having a laugh. It's going off. What a guy. What a great guy. I actually got Trav's number. We might hang out. Who knows? Oh, what a, what a moment, you know? That's the attitude, okay? Um, and then we move on to another bar because we don't particularly care for AFL. And Trav says, no, no, I, I don't want to miss a second of the game in case we get stuck in a line. He goes, oh, I might see you boys later. So then he's just stayed there by himself even longer because he's just such an AFL fan. What a guy, you know? Just great energy from Trav, fantastic. So then we go to line up for the next pub. Uh, it's about a half hour wait, which... It honestly is pretty good these days. Pretty fucking good indeed. Um, there's this group of eight girls in front of us. And after like 20 minutes, they go, fuck this. And they left. And, uh, you know, that's the name of the game. You just got to wait for the week to fall off. You know, everyone's got voices in their head in that line saying, is this worth it? You know, oh God, how much longer is it going to be? Let those demons run wild in the heads of your enemies. Okay. These eight girls left. That's eight spots that became available. Bam. So that was great. Um, now, when we got in the line, it was half hour. Ten minutes later, it's like a two-hour wait. There's people down the street. And this Irish bloke comes down, and you can tell like he thinks he's the man. Um, his cotton-on party shirt would say otherwise. And he's sort of, he's carrying on. He's got all these girls with him. And he goes right to the front of the line and starts talking to the bouncers. And I think, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Dude, we're all lining up, okay? No one's better than anyone here. There's no way you're getting him. 
And he starts yelling at the bouncers going, my mates are in there. My mates are in there, mate. They've got a table. They've saved me a seat, mate. They've saved me a seat. And the bouncer's like, mate, who gives a shit? Get to the back. And this stupid Irish bloke starts going off. He gets out his phone showing these huge Samoan bouncers the text messages from his mate saying, we have a seat for fucking Ryan or whatever his dumb name is. And it's like, mate, no one gives a fuck if it's your mate's 27th birthday. Okay, get to the back of the line, all right? Well, you're going to go in there and have a Heineken. You're such a, you're so cool and such, such a person of value that you should breeze past this two-hour wait to sit down with four other cunts and talk about God knows what. Mate, get to the back of the line, okay? Oh. Anyway, I'm merely echoing what the Samoans said to him, Okay. And uh, to be fair, I've been to Dublin. I don't think they have Pacific Islander men over there. So I don't think this guy knew what he was messing with. I mean, the fact they had 100 kilos on him should have been a clue. Um, But anyway, this Irish guy pushes the Samoan and then puts a shoulder into his chest and goes, fucking come on then, let's have it. Run your fucking mouth, let's fucking have it. And he tries to fight these Samoans. Unbelievable scenes, dude. Obviously, the Samoan wraps him up like a boa constrictor. You know, it's like, it's like a, a fly has just brushed him on the chest. And they, they, they just drag him away while he's yelling. The whole line is abusing him while he's getting dragged away, dude. So good. Absolute scenes. And, uh, man, so everyone's abusing him. I had some choice words, re his work visa. Have some of that, you pelican. And, uh, man, it was great scenes. And it really sort of really boosted everyone's morale in the line, you know. So that was great. Um, but, yeah, we went out, had a cracking night can't remember too much that happened um uh oh when i say i can't remember too much that happened i mean like you know it wasn't that memorable way not like i'm so blind i blacked out the whole night i hate it when people do that they're like hey man what happened past 9 p.m it's like you seriously can't remember a thing that happened past 9 p.m i think you were just acting a little bit fucking weird and want to pretend you don't remember i remember and it was boring um, but it was fun. It was fun. Nothing pod worthy, I should say. But anyway, so we had home cracking kick-ons. Mate, I got to say, I don't want to speak out of school. We have some fantastic kick-ons here at my house. And then all the lads stayed up all night for the UFC the next morning. Gaethje Khabib, biggest fight of the year. Now I got to say, I passed out like a coward and woke up at 6.30. Um, but yeah, wild, wild fights. The Aussie, Rob Whitaker looked fantastic. Big win for him. Um, I had three multis on, all of which involved Gaethje knocking Khabib the fuck out. As I looked at Gaethje's lifeless body at the start of the second round, I realized I had made a huge mistake. So there's 50 bucks you won't get back. But um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. So anyway, let's crack on through this. Um... I hope this husky voice is um, not too bad. You know, quite deep. You know, thoughtful. Darcy quipped. You know, maybe I'll start talking in the third person. Billy Darcy went out Saturday night. <laughs> Darcy waited in the line for half an hour. Darcy mused that this Irish bloke's work visa was, in fact, about to expire. Um, but yeah, dude, um, just a quick Jackson Warren update. Um, just keeping tabs on the great man. He's getting a lot of media attention, Jackson Warren. And do you know what? 
I, I can't blame the mainstream media. You know, they're only human. And this is a very impressive young man. Um, but it turns out Jackson Warren, just like his dad Shane, has a very particular diet. Won't eat pretty much anything. So, basically, Shane Warren famously had a diet of nothing but toasted cheese sandwiches, uh, pies, and success. And that sustained him for most of the 90s, okay? So now Jackson Warren, it's come out on the sh- on this show that he barely eats any different types of foods. And um, and so now he's doing this Instagram series called Jackson Warren Tastes, where he tastes different foods and gives like a little rating. It's quite exciting. He's only done two so far, but they've been pretty, pretty unreal. Um, the first one was watermelon. Okay, now watermelon is a refreshing treat that many of us enjoy during summer. You know, you're out in the backyard, it's 32 degrees. Big Jenny Darcy comes out with a plate of watermelon cut up. Oh, fuck yeah, she does. Okay, watermelon's fantastic. I thought this guy's really started from the top. He said watermelon tasted just like water mostly. Four out of ten. He gave watermelon a four out of ten. Dude, fucking... Apples and oranges are up next fucking shitting themselves, okay? Watermelon's copped a four out of ten. Imagine you're a nice Granny Smith watching that in the sheds going, fuck, I'm out of my depth, okay? I don't even taste like water at all. What's he going to give me? Fucking terrifying stuff, really. Um, but, but yeah, dude, i tell you what. Um, yeah, so then the next one, I mean, what... Who's going to follow watermelon? Watermelon's got got, a, got, a, got an absolute shellacking. And watermelon's a crowd favourite. So then, the next one, he, he does Corona beer. Apparently, this bloke has never had a beer before in his life. Um, which leads me to believe I may have seriously overestimated the amount of routine he's been doing. Um, I, <laughs> with very little research, assumed this guy was an absolute, just a fucking circuit demon. No, I pictured him just owning most beer gardens, much like his dad would own a day five pitch. Um, but it turns out he's never had a beer before in his life. Um, I don't know if he's a big drinker at all. It doesn't seem like it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I really might have missed the mark on old Jackson, re uh, the amount of partying and intimate moments he was sharing with young women. Um, but I still love him either way. Uh, but yeah, he, he commented, he, he did give Corona beer an eight out of 10. He looked puzzled after his first sip. I thought he was going to be like, Oh, the bubbles hurt my tongue or something. You know, he looked, um, he grimaced after that first sip. Um, but yeah, he said he wanted to keep drinking, which is a good sign. Hopefully, hopefully this is the start of like, that's just going to unleash the demon within, you know? Imagine the guy becomes like a notorious alcoholic and his first ever sip of beer is caught on camera. Dude, that'd rip, you know? Three years later, he's, he's on a fucking roof with Ben Cousins and everyone's like, man, that that first Corona, man, really fucking... This kid wet his whistle and never looked back. <laughs> that'd be awesome. But yeah, so Jackson Warren's killing it. Did comment on the show that's very tough being Shane Warren's son. Um, and, you know, understandable. Um, you know, it's a burden. I don't think any man should have to carry. Um, but yeah, so good on you, Jackson. Keep on going, son. Keep on going. I've got a nomination for Pelican Elite that's been sent in by, um, 
by a young Jake Wiley. Okay, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce Wiley. I personally don't care. Um, but yeah, we've got a submission. Um, as always, if you'd like to send anything into the pod, um, feel free. Um, i got to say, no one ever really does. But if, if you do want to send something in, you're more than welcome. Just um, DM me on uh, Instagram and uh, I'll most likely put it in the pod. As long as it doesn't suck. You know? Some people have sent in some shit like, what's your favorite color? It's like, mate, fuck, block. Block's my favorite color because I'm blocking you. Um, but if you've if you got a good story or something like that, send it in. You know, I'm always desperate to pad out the 40 minutes. So, so go nuts. Anyway. So, nomination for Pelican of the Week. This is from Jake Wiley. He says, in our group chat, the number one rule is you can't change your own nickname. And I say that's actually a universal rule across all group chats. Any group chat worth their salt, you do not own your own nickname. I cannot stress that enough. Um, yeah. So, and on that note, like, you can't change your nickname. I just wanted to run through quickly a few of the nicknames I've had over the years in various group chats. Uh, Doughy Cunt. That's one of them. Freckle Fuck. Uh, Mad Magazine Lookalike. And Milky Bar Kid some of the nicknames I've been privy to over the years. Um, they were bestowed upon me. Now, do you think I didn't want to change those? I did. It's not up to me. That's not how nicknames work, okay? So, you can't change your own nickname. This bloke's friend, after sleeping with a girl, and I hate to get so blue, that's just what he said. They're not my words. He slept with a girl... And change his own nickname to Mr. Plough. Now, this might be forgivable if he was some sort of sex demon. Again, Jake's words, very blue. But much like your mate Bill, who executes the Pakistani drill press, he most definitely is not. In fact, this is only the second girl he's slept with in over two years. Now, if that's not Pelican of the Week worthy, I don't know what it is. Okay, well... Two roots in two years. I don't want to speak out of school, mate. Um, and I had to get so blue, but yeah, that's shape the fuck up, brother. Okay. Um, procreate as much as you can. And by that, I mean more than you are currently because that's, that's just no good. Um, yeah, two in two years. Are they, are they calendar years? Are we talking leap years? What are we talking? Um, but anyway, Mr. Plow. <laughs> Look, I got to say, I don't hate it. Uh, I do find it to be in poor taste. But I don't hate it, okay? Here's the thing. I reckon for this situation, this guy, obviously, he's, you know, his first root of the calendar year, he's excited. I get that. Um, obviously, I assume everyone else in the group chat has been doing sort of a lot more procreating than, than himself. Um, numbers alone would tell you that. Um, so, I think this guy should be able to change his own nickname. But the girl he had sex with has to choose it. Okay? That seems to be the rule. I mean, don't don't fucking don't don't put in one of the worst performances of this financial year and then change your name to Mr. Plow, okay? Two in two years? You're telling me two in two years you weren't the least bit rusty, you know? Let the girl change his nickname and then we'll see how how jammy this this bloke is, okay? Let's see who wants to get a beer when the two pump chump pops up in the group chat, okay? You know, the Crimax kid. These are the some of the nicknames I imagine will be flying his way from uh, from this young woman. Um, 
you know, change his name to Simon Cooper from the Inbetweeners, you know. I think I think Mr. Plough insinuates that uh, you were sort of satisfactory in the bed, which which I, I can tell just sort of from the fact you've jumped the gun and called yourself Mr. Plough, uh, that to me, uh, that indicates insecurity. Um, it indicates that you're possibly willing to get ahead of some of the negative press coming your way, re your performance. Um, and it indicates to me that, um, that not only have you come off a dry streak, but perhaps there will be another one in your immediate future once again. Um, I know we've been having a little bit of rain recently in Sydney, but I'd, I'd suggest this bloke's going to have another dry summer, okay? Uh, Mr. Plough, um, you're overcompensating. Um, now, for what? I don't know. I can only infer that it's it's a poor sexual performance. That's just what I'm implying, inferring. It's what you've indicated to me with that nickname, okay? I tell you what, if, if this bloke uh, actually, you know, sort of put in a great performance, we don't hear from him till probably Tuesday or Wednesday. When they, and, and one of the lads goes, how'd you go on Saturday night? You go, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to speak out of school. That's what I'd say. If I, God forbid, I had a good sexual performance. I'd say, lads, ooh, wouldn't want to speak out of school, okay? They're the words of a gentleman, okay? Literally, as soon as you leave this poor girl's house, changing your name to Mr. Plough at 3.35 a.m. on a Sunday morning, that indicates to me that uh, that, that girl's calling another bloke around to finish the job. That's... And I hate to get so blue. I hate to get so blue. But the fact you've jumped the gun with this Mr. Plough stuff, I seriously doubt your sexual prowess. Um, so that's what I think of that. He is Pelican of the Week. Um, Mr. Plough. <laughs> it is fucking funny, but yeah, dude. No way. No way. No fucking way. Change that kid's nickname to the two-pump chump immediately. Or the Crymax kid, you know? Something like that, you know? Uh, I And maybe... Uh, don't, I would say ask this girl, but leave her alone. I'd say she's been through enough, okay? Leave her alone. Um, and maybe apologize, if anything. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I think of that. You are Pelican of the Week, congrats. Now, finish this up. Oh, yeah, dude, what about this? Uh, <laughs> okay, so, just to finish up here. So, it rained a lot in the Northern Territory this week. Very exciting. Ever since the wild bushfires we had last summer, I have a new appreciation for the rain. Um, maybe not so much in winter. You know, when it, when it rains in winter, you're just like, ugh. But it's raining in October. It's not great at the moment. But, but at least I'm thinking, you know what? At least we're not fucking losing another town on the South Coast. You know? Last year when I went to the cricket, January 3rd, 2020 this year, I went to the cricket... And uh, it was 41 degrees in Sydney. Half the country's burning down. We went to the pub at lunch. And I'm watching on the TV. And me and Maka were just sitting there. We were just honestly sad. Like, people are just losing their houses left and right. Whole towns are burning down. It was just way too much. It was just like, this is just horrific what was happening. So now it's raining in October. I think, fuck, if, that, if, we, if we can you know keep a town because of this rain, I'm in for it. But anyway, so it rained a lot in Dar in Darwin in the Northern Territory. Uh, they don't really have bushfires, I think, because it's just dirt there anyway. Now, all these beautiful photos of Uluru with the rain coming down off it, all over Facebook. You know, different flash photography has been implored. Um, you know, maybe some filters. It's all very cool. All the comments were just instead of being like, "Yeah, that looks cool," 
In fact, why are you even fucking commenting? It's a it's a rock with water on it, you know? Tag a mate or fuck off, really. You know, I, I don't understand people who comment on stuff, full stop. Um, except to maybe say, that's cool, or tag a friend. People who give their opinions to no one, it blows my mind. But all the comments on these beautiful Uluru photos were, um, I think you mean Ayers Rock, or people were commenting, yeah, Ayers Rock in capitals looks beautiful. Like, people couldn't get past the fact they called it Uluru in the caption. You know? And it's just like, who gives a flying fuck, dude? You know? Uluru's its name. It's a fucking rock thousands of kilometers from your house. You know, there's like 55-year-old women in Adelaide, in the suburbs of Adelaide, blowing up because they called it its name. You know? Some bloke in Perth has a tree in his backyard that he calls fucking Diane. None of my business, okay? You know? What am I going to walk past and be like, it's called Air's Tree, mate. It's called Air's Tree. And he'll be like, nah, it's not. I'll be like, ah. Okay. <laughs> Why do people... What is people's problem with all the route? You know? I didn't even know you could climb on it. No, I don't think anyone knew you could climb on it, okay? As soon as they say you can't climb on it, everyone's like, oh, I was just about to climb on it. You're kidding. It was my lifelong dream to climb on it. You know? It's like... Ayers Rock, I remember when I was when I was in like kindy, they were like, it's not called Ayers Rock, it's called Uluru. Like 20 years ago, people were saying that. And still, people are holding on to this Ayers Rock thing, you know? Oh, not sure what Uluru is, but Ayers Rock looks great. It's like, sweet, what, what a stupid, pointless hill to die on, you know? I don't understand people's, like, why can't they just let things go? You know, it's one of the, I think it's one of the natural wonders of the world. Just appreciate it and keep scrolling. How hard is it taking time out of your day to blow up about this? Like, it just blows my mind. I'm telling you, two generations from now, a lot of these problems are just going to die because the people that are holding on to them are going to take them with them to the grave. In 40 years, no one's going to be fucking on Facebook going, I think you mean Ayers Rock, you know? Ugh. When are people just... It's just... Let it go, okay? This is the rock climbing thing all over again, you know? You're kidding. I was just like, people people who've never been to the Northern Territory and they're 60. So they've had 60 years to go and they're like, oh, I was just about to climb Ayers Rock. Oh, it's like you had 60 years. You missed out. It's over. It's all a rule and you can't climb it. Hurry up and die, okay? Why don't you get back to decomposing, Gerald? But anyway, anyway, what a time. That's the end of the pod. Thanks for listening. Um, But yeah, appreciate uh, everyone listening as always. Have a good weekend. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Because these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.